Welcome to the Social Advice Podcast with your host Rock Mitchell. Sit back and enjoy intriguing conversation and dialogue surrounding faith, fashion, technology, current events, self-help and motivation and remember this one thing. It don't take that long to get right, shawty. Welcome to the show. Ladies and gentlemen, it's your guy Rock Mitchell. I'm back for another episode of Social Advice Podcast where it don't take that long to get right, shorty. Thank you for jumping in and listening to another episode. As of about a week ago, we are currently on Spotify, people. We're on Spotify, and I'm happy about that. So don't mind that noise. It's just me adjusting my mic. So I'm happy uh, today to have joining me my beautiful, beautiful wife. Advice podcast listeners, it's Coach T, baby. It's Coach T, and so we're gonna be talking about a few things today. She has just a couple minutes. She has about what twenty minutes? Twenty minutes before I go get, gotta go get that hair done. So she has twenty minutes before she leaves. So I want us to get this discussion in real quick. So we're gonna be talking about a few things, and it has a lot to do with um, identity today. We're talking a lot about identity, and something that I was thinking about last night. I was gonna do a social advice video on um is the concept between uh and i had this conversation with a friend sometime back and it, it, it's basically the, con- the the question is who are you mm, right? that's a good question a and, lot of people don't know who they are right and you ask the question who are you and um so they begin to tell me what it is they did and i said no 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 no, no, no. not what you do who, who are, are you, you? Without, I wonder how many people know who they are without describing. Because most times when you say, who are you? Someone will say, I'm a doctor. I'm going to adjust her mic. Most times when someone says, who are you? Someone will say, I'm a doctor. I'm a fitness coach. I'm a businessman. I'm a business owner. I'm an author. But that's not who you are. To the not, core of you, who are you? Who are you? I'm and, asking you, Rock Mitchell, who are you? And, and so in order to determine who you are, who I, for me to determine who I am, I had to really look at what predicament do I typically find myself in? What position do I usually find myself? When I look up in all of my relationships and all of my uh, situations, what posture do I normally take? I think I can answer that for you. Okay, let's see what you come up with. I think you are a server or ser- I, I don't want to say servant because some people use that wrong, but I think you are a server, a person who loves and thrives off of serving. Yeah, I think um, typically um, as a server, you collect so many different skill sets. You have the ability to pick up things really, really, really quickly, learn things on the fly and master them very, very quickly. But not for your own personal gain. And it's never for my own gain. And some people may look, well, look at the Social Vice podcast. Look at the, the stuff that you're doing and the traveling and all this stuff. That's not for my own gain. Um, I think the experiences I get, I benefit from them. Mm-hmm. But every posture that I've ever taken in any relationship has been to serve whoever I'm in relationship with. And even if that's from a leadership standpoint, it's always been as a service. So how can I use what I know, what I can do, my mindset, my abilities 
to help other people. Yeah, so I think in 2019, as you know, it's almost a new year, right? So I think a lot of people need to sit back and think and realize and understand and really take and peel back that onion to decide and understand at the core of them who they are, who am I? And for me, I think I kind of follow the same path as you of being a server. Mm-hmm. Um, and I say that because when we first started our first business, it was Hope This Helps LLC, right? And Hope This Helps LLC was all about us helping other people to find out who they were, how to direct their lives, how how to uh, save, how to build their credit, how to build their homes, you know, buy their homes, purchase their first homes, get in relationships, marriages. So I think at the core, um, we are servants. We are people that thrive off of serving other people. And not everyone is a server and that's okay. Find out who you are at your core. And once you find that out, you'll be able to find your passion. Right. And then once you find your passion, you'll be able to find your purpose and you won't be walking around in an identity crisis. There are so many people out here who can't identify who they are. So they're mimicking this person. They're mimicking that person. They're they're going after that person. They're looking at this person. They're looking at that lane, looking at this new idea, looking at this new thing because they don't know. They've never taken the time to sit down and literally peel back who am I at my core? And they need they need a lot of um, uh, confirmation, affirmation from other people who are not assigned to affirm. You got to understand, certain people are assigned to build you up and affirm you and to confirm who you are. You can't look for that from everybody because everybody's not equipped to do that for you. Everybody's not equipped to love you. Everybody's not equipped to make sure that you know that you are valuable. Some folks you're going to serve, you're going to serve them out of the sheer um, concept or idea that they need to be served. You know, and the idea that you talked about a I, people walk around in I, an identity crisis because they don't know who they are. They know what they do. They know that they're a mother. They know that they're a father. They know that they're a sister or a brother. They know that they go to work at a certain place and they're an engineer or a doctor or an executive or an administrator. They do these things. But if these things do not make you who you are. You have to find out who you are. And the way that I find found out who I was, and there may be a, a lot of different ways to find out who you are, but you have in your toughest moments in the moments that you feel the most uh, uh, disregarded, the moments that you feel at your lowest, who are you? Do you still have a heart to do a certain thing or do you still feel like some people are are at their core? They are um, optimists. They always see the good in everything. That's who they are. They they are they are a positive person. Absolutely. Right. I'm, I'm positive Patty. Positive Patty. And one thing. And it, sometimes. Sometimes. I know but, sometimes I can be a little oh, negative. Oh my God. When it comes to me, you're negative. <laughs> so, but l- l- let me say this. To go back to your point about be, um, having an identity crisis, a um, good friend of ours, Aaron, did a, a live yesterday. And on his live, he was talking about you have to have an aim in your life. Mm-hmm. If you don't have an aim in your life, you become aimless, which means that you are just aimlessly going and living and living day by day. And you're aimlessly. Do you know how many people do that, Rock Mitchell? Not to cut you off, but do you know how many people? And I've been there where I'm literally waking up 
every day, right? Walk t- of getting up, saying a quick prayer, reading a quick scripture of the day. You know, the one that come on your phone on a Bible web, not more than that, right? Jumping in the shower, ironing the kids' clothes, ironing, iron, ironing, say that word for me. Ironing. Ironing my clothes, right? Maybe fixing a little lunch, right? Fixing a little breakfast every now and then, putting on my clothes, right? And going to work, going to sit at my desk, eating lunch or going to pick up lunch, waiting for you to pick me up or catching an Uber, coming home, going either to the gym, helping the kids with the homework, cooking dinner, going get getting prepared for the next day and going to bed. Do you know how many people do that? Because we are aimlessly living because we have not set a goal, a target, a focus of who understanding who we are and where we are going. You have to have a target. You have to have a focus. And 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 well, I'm, let me let me share this with you. Not to cut you off. Let me share this with yeah, you. Yeah, you keep cutting me the, off. Well, I'm not gonna fuss with you on this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I want to make sense of this for some people who don't understand because some people are looking at that and saying. Well, that's a pretty decent life. No, that's not a decent life because guess what? I was unfulfilled. I was not, I was literally like just going without any purpose. But where did that come from? That came from at a point you had an aim and the way that you structured your life that fit that. And so what you did then did was got into a routine. And what we sometimes do when we're not pressing, we get into this routine and we we realize that, yo, I'm supposed to be on another level from now. And I keep doing the same stuff. You in know this what happens? Routine. You become uncomfortable. uncomfortable. So what happened was is at first I was comfortable. It felt good. It felt like, OK, I'm waking up every day. I'm going to the gym. I'm doing this. I'm cooking. I'm doing the kids homework. We're doing this. Doing because that, in a right? season that was out good. And right. it felt like that was my aim. OK, to have a balanced life. But then I became uncomfortable. It became mundane to me. It became that I wasn't fulfilled, that I felt like I was missing something. I felt like, Taryn, there's more to you than this. Taryn, there is greater for you than this. Because the Bible says that he came, that he would give us life and give it to us more abundantly, right? So I'm not saying that everyone out here is going to be an author. I'm not saying that everyone out here is going to have a podcast. I'm not saying that everyone out here is going to own a business. I'm not saying that everyone out here is going to be an entrepreneur, a doctor, a lawyer, you know, a motivational speaker. But what I am saying is that whatever it is that you're called to do, whatever your purpose is in life, do that and fulfill that you may be your purpose may be to be a great mother your purpose may be to just be a great father your purpose may be to go to work every day and be the best supervisor the best employee ever if that's your purpose do it at 110 percent I don't want you to think that I'm saying that everyone has to be this you know this superstar or be this this great person or be this you know what I mean like some people get confused that when someone says that you're not fulfilling your purpose, that that means that you have to go start a business. That's not what I'm saying. Your purpose is your purpose. So you have to get to the core of you, peel back the onion and understand who you're supposed to be and what you're supposed to be doing. And think about what what are you passionate about? Are you passionate about helping kids? Are you passionate about cooking? Are you passionate about writing? Are you passionate about doing videos? Are you passionate about being a great mom? What What breaks your heart? Right. What breaks your heart? What are you skilled at? What do you have the what in this world do you have the ability to change? And that's a great starting point to understand who you are and to stop walking around in this identity crisis because for a minute, right? And you know, I'm always very transparent. Ryan always tells me sometimes I tell too much, but 
I can remember going on social media and feeling less than. I can remember a point in my walk and in my life seeing social media and saying, why is it it me? You know, why am I not so-and-so, quote-unquote? Why, you know, I have the ability to do so-and-so, so-and-so? And then I had to check myself. I had to say, first of all, I took a social media break, right? That's sometimes needed. I took a social media break. I reevaluated who I was at my core and what drove me and what I was passionate about. And I was able to say, social media is only a piece of who I am, right? That's only a small part. And who am I to look at a 60 second video to look at a photo and determine that I'm not good enough? And a lot of us do that. A lot of us look at social media and see glimpses of people's lives, moments, seconds, and feel like we're not good enough. So I was encouraged to say, let me determine and find out who I really am. Let me get out of this identity crisis. And all of us have experienced identity crisis Because you struggle to make you, ultimately, when you live like that, you struggle to make yourself somebody that you're not. Mm -hmm. You know, and everybody, and and you can attest to this, a lot of people want to lose weight. But a lot of people don't want to lose weight for the right reasons. I yeah. mean, like you see these Instagram models, their body is banging. And most time you see $10,000 worth of surgery. But in all of that, right, if you don't love yourself before you lose weight, you losing the weight, you're going to be a person that still despises yourself and find everything wrong with you just at a smaller size. And I've been there before where it's like, oh, I lost the weight. Oh, but look, I still got this roll. Oh, I still got this dimple. Oh, I still got this. You truly don't love yourself until you understand that no matter what size you are, you are who you are and you were beautifully and wonderfully made and it's okay. And so for those of you who don't understand or, or just need some clarity on um, identity crisis, it's a psychiatry term that refers to a period of uncertainty and confusion in which a person's sense of identity becomes insecure, typically due to a change in their expected aims or role in society. So basically, it has to do with who they thought they were. They are not. And and it's not always that who they thought they were, they were not right. Sometimes like in that definition, it said the aim, right? So let's say you had an aim in a life in life. Like for me, let's say for example, my aim in life was to open up a fitness, a, a fitness business, right? As far as like a fitness brick and mortar building, right? And let's say my goal was to do that in 2018, and I didn't get it done. I could feel like maybe that's not my purpose. Maybe that's not what I'm supposed to do. Maybe you know, maybe I'm not a fitness da da da. da right? right? Let's not take it that far. Let's just say you didn't work hard enough. Right. And and so people miss that to say, wait, did you go back and reevaluate that one that you didn't plan it, that you didn't set aside the money that you didn't do? You you feel what I'm saying? So people got to look at it and say, don't go this drastic to say if you didn't make, let's say, because, you know, it's going into 2019 and some people didn't achieve all their goals they set in 2018. Right. Like we had this goal to finish our book and we didn't finish it. Right. But that's not to say that we're not authors. If we were struggling with an identity crisis, right? You know what we would say? Maybe we're not meant to write that book. Maybe we're not meant to be authors. Maybe we're not meant to... No, we didn't plan accordingly. We didn't stick to the plan. We weren't consistent. We weren't We weren't focused. I mean, and then when you become like... All right, so when it comes down to who I know myself to be, which is a server, right? And I like to go by a, you know, basically serve, serve, servant leader or serve, server because um, I, I always find myself in a leadership position providing guidance and um, and all of that 
that type of stuff, right? But let's just take the word server, right? I know that when you when you have that type of for lack of a better word, when you have that type of persona, um, it's really it's really close to like a computer server. It's a it's a program that manages access to centralized resources and and, and or service in a network of people, things, ideas. So which means that you get offered a lot of opportunities to do a lot of things like on a normal basis. I get calls from a lot of different people to do a lot of different things, different business ideas, different creative ideas, different concepts, people wanting you know to pick my brain about certain things and making things happen. I say all that to say this, you can get off track if you are not focused because of the amount of opportunities that you have. And it's not an excuse, but if you're going to be truly successful, you have to find time, like like the wife is saying, to capture what needs to be captured in terms of your own personal life. Does that make sense, Coach? Absolutely. It makes sense. Definitely. You know, I, I just think, I think um, before going into 2019, it's important that if you're struggling with your identity, you're struggling with who you're supposed to be, you're struggling with who you are, you're struggling with what to do next, you're struggling with, you know, what's your purpose, what's your passion. If you're struggling with those things, I want you to take a moment before the cl the clock strikes 12 midnight for 2019, because I don't want anyone going into 2019 not knowing who they are at their core. I want you to take a moment, right? Get out a book. Or your phone. I prefer you to write it because I, I believe if you don't write it down, it doesn't exist. So get out a book and write down, start with who, who am I, right? Whiteboard it, right? And just write down a, a whole bunch of things that you think you are at your core. You can say, I'm a believer, you know, I'm a server, I'm a giver, I'm a lover, I'm a friend, I'm a sister, I'm a brother. Write all those things down, right? After you do that, then I want you to go to your next page or write down the bottom of that page and say, and write, what drives me? Does love drive you? Does money drive you? Does relationships drive you? Does greed drive you? What drives you? And be honest with yourself. And once you figure that out, if it's not something that's positive, look for that positive thing in it. And then you'll determine who you are. It's important before you can make any moves, before you can go any further, you have to know who you are. You have to. It's important. And so with that being said, let's jump into the next little topic here that has to do with spouse or being in a relationship with someone who had something going on and trying to be best tough. To I know I jump right in. Yep. I'm going to overtalk you and it can be tough. And the reason why it can be tough is if you don't know who you are, you'll feel like you're in competition with your spouse. You'll feel like your spouse is getting all this shine and you're just some little peon on the side. And, and, and I don't and, and we're taking this from a personal standpoint because both Tarrant and I have brands. We have things going on. Um, they may be political. Huh? Well, okay. And, you know, some nights she <laughs> she has to be out. Some nights I have to be out. You know, there's times that I've been with her and people, are like, oh, yeah, you coach T husband. Yeah, I am. I don't say, no, I'm Rock Mitchell. Or I'm this or I'm that. I go, yeah, that's me. Yeah, because it's not a competition. It's, it's, it's so it's not. That we support each other in all of our endeavors. Like one thing I've learned is Ryan and he's probably going to be made. 
Um, but he'll get over. He invited Talking to me the to, mic, homie. He invited me to the podcast, so he'll be mad, so he'll have to get over it. So, like some years ago, right? right like, I mean, it had to be like maybe, it was it 10, maybe, maybe five years ago, six years ago. I know it was before we purchased our house, right? There was this um, we've business. We've been living here for eight years. Seven years, years eight seven, years. Yeah. Okay, so there was this business called YTB. Oh my gosh. At the time I worked at the bank, Ryan was working at um, a utility company. Y'all know where he worked, right? And it was $500 to get into this business. YTB was a travel business, right? And I'm, I was out on maternity leave. I think I had just had Aiden. I think it was then. I had just had Aiden, right? So I was out on maternity leave, but I was on, out on unpaid maternity leave, right? So that had to be Aiden's 10, right? So that was like 10 years ago. And this dude wanted $500 to invest into this travel business that I had never heard of before. But the guy who was selling it had this great home, had this great family, had been on all these trips. So me being a supportive wife, I said, all right, babe, let's do this. Go ahead. And then it was a monthly fee of what, $40 a month? Don't get quiet now. No, I'm letting you tell the story, babe. Go ahead. So he invested this money, right? And I'm like, all right, now we got to pay $45 a month. It's only one income coming in this household, but it's his, you know, it's his income at the time because I wasn't getting any money. And you know that business flop? We never sold one trip. We never booked one vacation. We never did anything with that business. But I said all to say that I support his dreams, his visions, his, he's had some wild ideas. And some of them have, uh, produce great benefits and some of them have produced no benefits I've had some crazy ideas some of them have produced great benefits and some of them put us in the hole but because we're one because we're in a relationship he doesn't try to make me be somebody I'm not and I don't try to make him be somebody he's not we work in this together and you're super quiet I mean I think you you need time to be able to tell that how you see it without me buttoning in and I, I like it, when you butt in. Well, butt I, I like in, it too. Baby. But, <laughs> oh Lord. Um, but I, what I also think is that in order for you to be successful as a couple, it, you got to allow your spouse to throw things up on the wall to see if it's going to stick. If you kill every idea, if everything has to be completely thought through before you support it, what's the use of y'all being married? Or you coming up with it. Like, why can't I be who I am? Like, for a long time, right? And you have to be honest about this. You didn't like how silly I could be or how loud and I could be obnoxious. Is it obnoxious I am? Or is it just loud and You were just loud. You were never obnoxious. Not obnoxious, but just like loud and silly. And, you know, I would, I could sometimes be like, babe, that's not how you say that word. Like, like you can't you can't go out in public and, and, and well, do that, I, right? I was from a f- certain <laughs> I was from a f- certain station in life, and you were from a different and I was station. From a, I was from I'm, I was from Press Man and Division Street, right, you're from and so I grew up a little different. And so in that, you didn't make me become like I became. If you think about it, right. I became who I am today because you allowed me room to make mistakes. You allowed me room to grow. You didn't try to make me into your mom. You didn't try to make me into this woman that you saw, this vision that you saw, right? And sometimes spouses, not just a man, can try to make their spouse into something that they saw, this image. This, like Will well, Smith said. Well, a woman said, will try to make a man yeah, into a woman that. Try, right. So it's just like Will Smith said. He had this picture of a family in his wallet, right? And he was trying to make his family fit this picture in his wallet. 
violent and his wife became unhappy and became depressed and the kids weren't happy and depressed because he was trying to make them fit this mold and sometimes in relationships we try to make our spouses feel th- fit this mold that we have in our mind and that actually kills them that pushes them away that makes them regret you that makes them uh what despise you right uh you know and, and just have this feeling and it's like in relationships it's important to let your spouse grow and in most cases you're going to grow together but you're going to let them make mistakes and find out who they are don't try to make them who you want them to be right like, I mean because ultimately your wife or your spouse or your husband whoever it is they need room to develop the same way that you need room to develop and we don't see it like that nope. we see it as I know I may know who I am a little bit better than they know who they are. So let me so push I'm on gonna, them. So I'm going to take this opportunity to push on them who they should be versus allowing them to come up to where they need to be. You know, everybody's not going to be the same. Everybody's not going to uh, have the same um, acumen. They're not going to have the same push, the same vigor, the same um, characteristics. You got to be willing to say, you know what, while she's doing like, for instance, let, let me tell a story where she'll be mad. Right. So I had lost a considerable amount of weight. And at the time, my wife was still sitting on the couch. Right. And then I, I, I asked her to come with me a few times and she denied. Right. D- to the gym. I sure did. OK. And that's fine. That's so fine. Like. If where you are mentally right now is to do what it is you're doing, I cannot put you in a place where I'm going to make you feel less than who you are. Because I was okay sitting on the couch. Because you were okay sitting on the couch. Sometimes it's okay to be an example of where things could be versus telling people where where you're going. You know what I mean? Sometimes you just got to say, all right, you don't want to do it right now. That's fine. But I'm I'm going to go ahead and go. I'm going to go ahead and go. I'm going to be consistent. I'm going to, when you see me slimming, you're going to be like, oh my God. And that's what happened. I saw you slimming. I was like, oh. Time for me to go to the gym. Uh, it pushed me. But you didn't push me by forcing me. You pushed me by showing me. And you showed me by your consistent consistency. You showed me by you being dedicated. You showed me by turning down the cheesesteaks I was ordering. You showed me by you weren't going to sit on the couch, right? And so... Pause, 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 pause. Keep that thought. But imagine... So you got to understand, you only have to affect one to person. This podcast by itself. Right? You only need to affect one person. And that's you. That with well, that and also think about this, I only needed to affect you. And when you right? affected me. And when I affected <laughs> you, you've affected thousands of women around the country, if not around the world, through Coach Teach Fitness programs, right? I only was responsible for affecting you. And I could not do it in a way that was beneficial or a way that, that was, was pushy. Well, and not just pushy, but a way that was comfortable for me. Sometimes we want we want other people to do what we want them to do, but we want to do it. We want to do that in a way that is comfortable for us. Mm-hmm. It wasn't comfortable for me going to the gym every time and you not going with me. I wanted you to be there with me, but I said, you know, in order for me to get her where she need to be, I got to get where I need to be, right? Right. And then when that happened, yo. You started fitness programs. You got a website. You know, on, on any given pr- uh, challenge, you can have up to 500, 600 women um, along for the journey with you. Like, it's crazy. All because I decided to support you. And I'm not saying that in a way that I'm taking credit. I'm saying in a way, way of if I chose not to support you, if I chose not to help build you. Or if, if you it, felt like it was a competition. If I felt like it was a competition. It wouldn't have worked it, because it would have you'd have despised me. You you would have had a feel, and that's in any business relationship, in any personal relationship. If your spouse has a business, 
you got to support them. And I didn't feel like, and, and this is a good one that you got to take away. And, and, and men, look at this one. Just because my wife got into the fitness, she got fit and then got into the fitness business did not mean that I had to become a male fitness trainer because that was that's not authentic or organic to who it, who I am as a person. Yo, it's so important in relationships. Like, this is a big topic for me. It's so important that we allow each other to be who we are. Like, stop trying to make me fit your mold. Like, stop trying to make him fit your mold. Stop trying to make her fit your mold. If she don't want to do what you think she should do, leave it alone. If he don't want to do what you think he should do, leave it alone. Let let each other find your own path. And if and, and when it's meant to be, it's meant to be. Like I'm, I never in my life thought that I would be speaking and doing motivational speaking and do fitness coaching. I didn't see that in my future. Ryan didn't see that in my future, but it developed through him by him going to the gym and me saying, let me get up and do what I need to do. And then praying to God and God saying, I gave you the tools. Now, what are you going to do with it? I gave you the power. Now, what are you going to do with it? And then I said, okay, well, I got the power. I got the power. And I was able to do that. And it had the journey hasn't stopped. It's only just begun. Now, can we transition to the next topic? Because I have to, like, my head needs to be laid, dyed, and fried to the side. Is that how it go? Fried, dyed, and laid to the side? Uh, fried to the side. That was a piece <laughs> of chicken. Go ahead. Go ahead. We only got a lot so, of time. The next topic this is, is good about. Podcast. Thanks for listening, guys. You're welcome. So, oh, you weren't saying thank you to me. You were saying thank you to the to the audience. Thank you guys for listening. You guys are awesome because it don't take that long to get right, Shawty. All right. So, some quick savings for 2019. Some automatic savings plans that you can do. Right. So, I know you've probably heard of it, but one is called Digit. Ryan, you had experience with Digit, right? Love Digit. I love Digit. Let me tell you why I love Digit because Digit, the premise of Digit or the whole idea is that Digit will take whatever the Romantic, like say I went to the store and I spent $5.50, whatever I said it to be, it can round up to the nearest dollar, the nearest $5, the nearest $10, and it takes that amount and puts that in a rainy day account for you that you can't touch. And like some people who struggle through Christmas, right, or who struggle through whatever, that could have been your Christmas fund. If you had a set amount to go after each transaction, at the end of, you could say for 12 months, I want to save, round up to the nearest dollar, or round up to the nearest $2, whatever it is, and you not think about it, and you come December, guess what? You have five, six, seven, eight thousand dollars without you even thinking. About it, and just you know, you got to give yourself time for it. Takes about two days for the money to come back into your account, but in like six, a six month period, I forgot I had Digit on and saved nine hundred dollars. Right, so I which is good. Forgot about it. Right, and so then the other one is is that Capital? Yeah, it's Capital with a Q. Yep, Capital with a Q, and that's Q A P I T A L, and that's kind of the same thing as Digit, um, but with this one. You set an amount that you want. So with this one, you say, okay, I want to save, let's say, $5,000 this year. Right. And what it'll do is it'll look at your account every week and say, okay, how much of this can I take out to help meet this goal of the $5,000, $10,000? You could say $500, $100. Just try it out. And um, then one that I experienced this year, right, that I did for myself and I did for Ryan is called Self Lender. Yeah, Self Lender's good. Self Lender was awesome so it's it's like you're taking out a loan but you're loaning yourself your own money so for example this year I did um eleven hundred dollars just to see what it was like my first time ever using it and the good thing about it is this one reports to the credit bureaus so if you're trying to build your credit let's say you don't have any credit or you're struggling with credit or whatever the case may be what they do is you set an amount that you want let's say you say you want to do two thousand dollars and then they'll say okay how do you want to do this back in a year or two years or whatever I did you know a year and you 
you say, okay, well, your payment, your monthly payment will be $97 a month, right? So you're not charged any interest or anything like that. So you, they take $97 out your account every month. It could be lower than that, whatever mm-hmm. you decided to be. They put that into basically a CD for you. So you earn interest on it. And at the end of 12 months or 24 months, you get this money back with some interest to it. And guess what? They re- If you pay it on time, they're reporting it to the credit bureaus every month. So guess what? You're building your credit. You have something positive on your credit. Or and it's you not like to- an organization is you know, loaning you the money at a crazy no. interest rate. You're giving the money back to You're yourself. You're basically giving the money to yourself. So the self-lender, digit, and capital on, with a Q. I got one more. You got one, one more? more? For those of you, some people want to get into the stock market, but they don't Are know where to start. Are you thinking about Acorn? No, not Acorn. I don't use Acorn. Okay, which one Acorn do you Acorn is use? dope, but I use Stash. And okay. I like Stash. And the reason being is because Stash allows you to get into some mutual funds oh. and it'll take money out. Okay. Like a certain amount every week. Like, so if you can set a $10, $15 a week, something that you're not even going to notice. And next thing you know, it'll invest it for you. And you'll have this money that you're investing in the stock market without really knowing what it is you're doing. Because, you know, the stock market, Bitcoin, all of that is not something that... um the average person is going to know how to manipulate. But these apps like this Stash, Acorn, Digit, they allow you to do what well, Stash and Acorn allow you to get into the stock market, invest your money and pull it out whenever you want and see if you've made a profit and, and let you play around with a couple of small dollars. That's super awesome. So again, that was Digit. You have Stash. You have Capital with a Q. You have Self Lender. Um, they're all some awesome apps that you can use. Most oh, give, of them. Give it to them. Give them that list of. Uh of, of accounts one more time. Yep. So um, apps that you can use for automatic savings and or to help build your credit um, through savings. One is going to be Stash. One's going to be Acorn. You have Digit and then you have Self Lender. Those are things that you should look into before going into 2019. You can set small amounts. You don't have to have this big savings amount that you you know you want. Start small and build from there. But it's something you don't have to think about. It's like you set it and you forget it. And I think it's awesome. There's some awesome tools to use outside of your your regular savings account like let's just say you want some extra funds for something or you just want a Christmas fund you remember how your grandparents and parents used to have a Christmas savings yep. so something like that and you could just use those different apps so it's definitely important oh yeah thanks for giving me my card back I appreciate it so <laughs> ladies and gentlemen it's been a beautiful podcast I'm gonna have the wife on a lot more because I think we job really really well it's happened when you're talking over me Okay, uh, I'll try not to do that. Thank you so <laughs> and much. And then I talk over you. Right, God bless. Um, so <laughs> God bless I, I, you. Right, she's my special co-host, so I appreciate her, and I appreciate you for listening. Listen, we're going into 2019, ladies and gentlemen. This is going to be an epic year for us. It's going to be an amazing year. Oh, can I do a selfless plug? Yes, please. So I'm starting a series called Dear Diary. Oh, my goodness. And it's going to be on Instagram. I'm so excited about this. And I'm thinking I may also do it on YouTube, so stay tuned. And it's going to be dealing with like the everyday topics, because... I don't know how many people still write in a diary, but it's important to write down how you're feeling, what you're thinking and being honest with yourself. So I'm going to be sharing probably some really personal journal entries and he's trying to record me and I look a hot mess. So I won't do it. <laughs> like my hair is all over the place. Like it's rough, but um, definitely to stay tuned to coach Taryn underscore on Instagram and then coach Taryn's couch on YouTube. Um, I think that's what it's called on YouTube. I think Ryan set it up. I don't what, know. Coach Terrence Couch or something like that. Yeah. Something like that. Oh, you're a jerk. But guess what, y'all? It don't take that long to get right, shawty. Listen, we're going into January. Let me start over again. 
<laughs> We're going into January. Listen, this is the year that you accomplish your dreams. This is the year that you take in only good things. This is the year that you t- you, you you stand up to your adversity and you deal with it. You make it what it needs to be. Um, you, 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 you align yourself with those who are for you and you kill it. This is your year to do it, man. We got some special guests coming on. They're lined up. They're waiting. They're mad at me that we haven't recorded already. So I want you to stay tuned. I want you to share this. If you're listening to this on Spotify, I appreciate you. If you're on the podcast app, I appreciate you. If you're on Podomatic, I appreciate you. If you're on SoundCloud, I appreciate you. We're all over the world, ladies and gentlemen. And I appreciate you. It's your boy, Rock Mitchell. We're back. Uh, and thank you for listening to this episode of the Social Advice Podcast, where it don't take that long to get right, shorty. We got a lot of things coming up in 2019. I want you to be a part of it. So stick around. We're about to put the website up. It's going to be socialadvicepodcast.com. Um, but if you want to get in touch with me, you can always reach out to me on Instagram at Rock Mitchell or at the uh, at Social Advice Podcast. If you want to get in touch with the wife uh, for a fitness meal, fitness plan, join one of her challenges, get some more uh, womenly motivation from her, you can follow her at, at uh, Coach T underscore, right? Or what is it? Coach T underscore? Mm-hmm. Okay, she's on her phone. So we appreciate you. Thanks for listening. We'll talk, talk to you soon. Bye.